Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. I'm George Nixon, Miss Intercontinental England 2019, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. Hi everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project with you again, and I've got Georgia Nickerson, who is Miss Intercontinental England 2019. Georgia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, I'm just realising, looking at you now, you bear such a striking resemblance to one of the queens we have over here. I don't know if you know her. Um, her name is Sophia Harris, and she was Miss Global for Australia, and you look you look like her long-lost sister. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll have to get you to look her up afterwards. Sorry, that's a very random way to start. I just realized I'm looking at you. Um, but, Georgia, uh, can let's start with the easy question. Can you give us an idea as to your pageant background and how you got involved in pageantry to begin with? Oh, okay. So I think my first pageant was maybe 2015, and it was Miss Teen Great Britain, uh, my first ever pageant. Um, I think it really stemmed my mum did a lot of pageantry as a child and she did a lot of modelling. So I think it sort of pushed me into the direction to do it as well. Um, so I did loads of modelling uh, since the age of 13 and I think it stemmed from there. I did modelling and charity work and, you know, pageantry just sort of does the both in, in one really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 2015, first ever pageant. So I went to Miss Teen Great Britain. From there, I then went to Face of the World, UK, mm -hmm. where I then went to Face of the World International, and I was first runner-up there. From then, I went to um, World Supermodel England, and I won the title of Top Model of England. And I then went to Top Model of the World, which was held in Egypt last December, and I placed Top 15. And then wow. uh, this year, I competed in the UK Power Pageant at the beginning of the year in the hope of the title of Miss Intercontinental. Unfortunately, it wasn't available there anymore. So I went back to the Miss Intercontinental Pageant, which got retaken over and was looking enough to win. And now I'm going to Miss Intercontinental. <laughs> that's, that's quite a story. <laughs> that's quite a lot of success already. So, I mean, first question is yeah. going to be what, what keeps bringing you back i mean with that that track record obviously you've done a few pageants you've mm. come first runner up you've got a few top placings so what keeps bringing you back to pageantry to be honest i absolutely love pageantry um especially the international side it really gives you a chance to experience different cultures and mm. you know different experiences um last year at top model of the world was just incredible there was 50 girls from around the country and i i would never wow. have met any of them girls if it wasn't for pageantry so 
for me, it was absolutely amazing. And I think it just takes me back because I love the whole aspect of pageantry. I, I feel alive when I'm on the stage. So I love the whole aspect of it. Yeah, it's amazing. So guys, if you have any questions um, for Georgia, you know the drill, put them in the comments and I'll circle round to them. Um, I mean, you said that you feel alive when you're on stage. So mm -hmm. is there any particular section of the pageant or pageantry that's your favorite? Yeah, I love swimwear round. Right. I love how fun and upbeat it is. I think, it, yeah, it's definitely my favorite part. Is there any part that is, let's say, not your favorite <laughs> or your least favorite? I always get nervous to interview because right. you only have such a short amount of time to express to the judges everything you've been doing over a year and you want yeah. to get everything across. Um, and I think sometimes I can just be a bit overload with what I'm saying, but yeah, it's exciting though. It's good. How long are you going to get it intercontinental for the interview? Do you know? I, I think it's a few minutes like the UK. I think it's around five minutes. It's not too long right. that you get. So, but that's really not a long time to talk about everything you've been doing over a year, is it? No, it's not. And um, they've gone back to a panel of judges this year. So last year they did um, sort of a speed dating setup where you go to one judge and one judge <laughs> and one judge and have like an individual chat. But this year it's right. back to a panel. So, um, yeah, a little tougher, but it's nice because then everyone gets to hear your answer. So it's good. That's interesting. All right, so they they swap back and forth. Um, what what have yeah. you been doing um, in preparation for the pageant? I mean, apart from actual pageant prep, like eating well and being active, what sort mm -hmm. of things have kept you busy? And I guess what sort of advocacies are you passionate about? What causes are you passionate about? Okay, so I think my main thing that's kept me busy um, over the last few weeks is my national costume. That is, uh, yeah, just. <laughs> Everyone in the UK seems to be having a huge nightmare with their international costume. Is yours okay and sorted or still not? Um, it's having like its last minute uh, tweaks done. Yeah, so oh it's, it's okay. I hope it okay. fits in the bag. I don't know if you've been keeping but, up, but I mean, like uh, Ashley Wilde, who's Miss Global England, yes. she had to completely change because she couldn't find a box to fit hers. I yes. saw Freya, Miss Global Scotland is still like, it's, it's, I don't know what, what it is with you guys in the UK. Maybe you're too ambitious or you just can't pack. Can you give us an idea as to what your national costume is going to be like? Uh, don't reveal the whole thing. Yes. So I've gone along the lines of Queen Elizabeth's coronation night. Um, wow, okay. So yeah, that sort of vibe. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's very Right. Um, so what was I saying? So you're going over to Intercontinental mm -hmm. in December. Remind me where it's being held. I get all these pageants mixed up now. So it's being held in Sharm el-Sheikh for a few days. We're then going over to Haggadah and then back to Sharm el-Sheikh. Right. So how long is the pageant from beginning to end? It's about two weeks? So, yeah, from the 4th to the 22nd. Right. So just over two weeks, yeah. Right. Okay, now I remember so... what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> so apart, apart, I got sidetracked by the national costume part. So aside from the national costume, what what's pageant prep been like for you? What's kept you busy? Um, I think 
think there's been a lot of aspects that's kept me busy. Uh, with an international pageant, there's a lot more preparation. So, um, like you say, with the advocacy that I've done this year, I'm working with a charity called Buddy Good Period. So, basically, what they do is they try and eliminate the period poverty within the UK to try and get every girl um, free access to sanitary products. And it's something that I've been working with them with, and it's something that I feel strongly about, especially mm. because you know in the uk and you don't think things like this happen but it is it's very much there so it's definitely and they've just been recognized as a charity which is amazing so wow, okay. it's definitely yeah an amazing um team that i'm working with yeah in in australia it's not easy to get recognized as a charity there are a lot of um yeah. you know legalities and loopholes that you have to jump through can you give us an idea as to how big a problem um period poverty is in the uk um, in Australia, there, there is an issue. I wouldn't say mm -hmm. it's probably the biggest issue, and I don't. I don't think any of the um, the organize any of the pageants here have aligned with period poverty as such. Although I do know an organisation that works very closely with them. Um, how big of an issue is it in the UK? So I think it's one of them topics that no one really knows exists. It's mm. not something you think of and think this this is a problem. So what they're trying to do is um, bring it in into every single school, every single university, um, right. that it's free access. So, um, you know, at your health clinics, they offer different types of contraception, but they don't offer um, sanitary products. And, you know, sanitary products aren't a choice. They're not something that of we... Course you know, have a choice about, but you do with contraception. So why is mm. it not offered? And I think that's something that they're fighting for. Right. So what sort of work have you been doing with the organization? Have you been raising awareness? Have you been raising funds? What so, sort of things? So at the moment, it's just raising awareness. So luckily mm. enough, they've been just um, recognized as a charity and which is amazing. So it's more recognition of this uh, what the work they're doing what are they doing and um, what who they are because no one's really heard of them i yeah. haven't had a lot of time since i've won um two internationals to really mm. take a step to fundraise and you know meet with them properly but i think after internationals i would love to meet with them and we can organize something together but i have been in contact with gabby who is the owner of it so we should organize Perfect. something soon how long ago was it that you won the crown? Was it two uh, months? 22nd of September. So, yeah, not that long ago. Just just over two months. So what were the yeah. emotions like when you won? Uh, I just, I was crying, a lot of crying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that I, seems I to be the way to go. Yeah, I was really happy. So Intercontinental for me was a title that I know I've wanted to go for for four years. So I feel like everything I've done is led to this title. So I was, I wouldn't say I was extremely nervous over the two days, but I feel nerves are a good sign that you want something and you're determined yeah. to get something. So for me, I was really determined to chase my dream. And yeah, well, I did it. So. <laughs> yeah. What was it in particular that drew you to the intercontinental system? So um, I 
I've worked with the Royal Beauty, Beauty Organisation before, who were in Top Model of the World as well as Intercontinental. They have a really strong message. Their message is power of beauty. So mm-hmm. they um, help self-awareness and they like to strive people to be their personal best. Um, and I think that's a really important message for everyone, um, especially as girls, because everyone experienced some form of bullying um, yeah. throughout their school years. So that sort of message to, for young women is really important, I believe. Absolutely. Um, Guys, I can see you watching. So if you have any questions for Georgia, no matter how small or any messages of support, put them in the comments and I will pass them on. Uh, Georgia, can you give us an idea as to what keeps you busy outside of pageantry? Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of five children, so um, family. family is really, yeah, fam- really family orientated. I've got a seven-month-old nephew um, who's here today as well, so I hope he didn't start crying. You're not babysitting him, are you? Just leave him outside, be quiet. <laughs> my mum's got him but um he's lovely so yeah very family orientated more than anything got a little puppy as well and so i think yeah i think everything i do on my days off is just with family or like last yeah. night was the um our local town's light switch on so everyone went for a watch so yeah i think it's lovely to be involved in a big family nice definitely um what plans do you have for yourself and not not just in terms of pageantry i mean come first come second not place i mean after the pageant's over and we're looking to 2020 now as crazy as it is what uh, what sort of plans i know what sort of plans do you have for your future are you someone who's very goal oriented or you more take it as it comes i think for me i I was actually talking to my national director about this the other day because I, I knew I wanted the intercontinental title for so long and now I've achieved that and I'm going to the internationals I'm not really sure where pageantry is going to take me after this um yeah. I think after internationals and then obviously next year will be handover which I don't want to do <laughs> but um yeah I'm it's not, not really too sure. soon I mean you've still got 10, ten like months in... yeah okay but, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what um, lies ahead in pageantry, to, to be honest. What about the other aspects of your life outside of pageantry? Any goals for yourself? Big visions, dreams? Yeah. So this year, I got signed with two modelling agencies, um, which was two. like a massive two. Yes, <laughs> which was. A Are you actually allowed to sign with two? Because yeah, normally, they're... if um, you're not one's not enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i'm just um hoping that that sets off well and gives me more work so this year has been really crazy with modeling work mm. um i do work alongside in beauty but i haven't really been there this year due to um all the modeling work that's come my way so i'm very fortunate in that aspect so yeah we'll just see um what happens and take it as it comes like you say i'm not really yeah. one to say this is my vision for the next five years i just like to see yeah what happens and i do believe everything happens for a reason so you know Mm -hmm. if it's meant to be it will be do you have any um goals in terms of modeling i've asked a couple of girls this who model they both gave the same answer i'm just curious to see whether you give the same answer do you have any like 
biggest dreams oh, in the modeling world? Uh, Victoria's Secret model would be. That's the answer they gave. Yeah, like the craziest. That would be my dream. Yeah, I'd love that. How tall are you? I'm five foot seven. Is that like what? How tall do they want angels to be? Or is there no? It seems to me they've always wanted pretty tall girls. I think they're quite tall. I think they're about five nine and above. I think they're quite tall. Right. Okay. So you just got a couple of inches just, to go. Yeah. I just have to grow. <laughs> I'm sure you can do it. Um, what is it about modeling that you enjoy? I mean, I'm assuming that you enjoy it. You've signed with two modeling agencies and you say that with a smile. If you didn't like it, you wouldn't be smiling about it. <laughs> so, um, for, because not all pageant girls model, a lot of them do, but can you give them an idea as to, obviously you do a lot of modeling, as you said, what are the aspects of it that really appeal to you? So it really depends on um, what sort of modelling you do. So I do more commercial modelling than anything. So a lot of beauty campaigns, a lot of clothing lines. Um, I mean, I model for Angel Forever quite a lot, which is a pageant and prom um, site as well. So I think if you enjoy what you're doing, you should do it. You should I mean, you work for a long time, so mm. you should do what you love. I think for me, when I'm modeling, um, I love the whole, you go for your hair and makeup, mm. you're posing in front of a camera. I mean, it's not easy work. It is really hard. <laughs> when um, I modeled down in London, we were modeling from like nine in the morning till six at night and you're in heels and you're changing constantly. So it is long days, but um, it is fun on set. You get to have fun in your job. And I mean, I mm. love it. There's nothing more empowering than standing in front of a camera and feeling good about yourself. And yeah. you know, if they're making that client happy and when they rebook you, there's no greater feeling than know you've done a good job. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. Have there been any sort of campaigns that have been absolute like standouts for you, like favorite ones to work on? Um. I think I've done loads of campaigns that I absolutely loved and um, I think everything that I've won I've done is different I think last year I was over in Egypt um, I got chosen quite a lot to uh, do loads of videography work for their hotel mm -hmm. resorts that was just amazing that was something completely different and I would love to do again um, it was really fun it was really exciting and um, the videos at the end just looked incredible so something like that again would be amazing Right. Um, okay, so I'm just going to check the Facebook comments. So, guys, once again, if you have any questions for Georgia, put them in the comments. Uh, Georgia, in terms of the um, intercontinental pageant coming up, can you give us an idea? I, I don't remember if I asked Katrina this, um, who's your obviously your Sash sister from Scotland, yeah. but what are the different areas that you're going to be competing in over at, at intercontinental? So, um, at intercontinental this year they've changed it a little bit so we are going okay. for one um so we're going to Sharm El Sheikh to start with and then we are um traveling across to Haggadah and then we are traveling uh, back to Sharm so I'm not 100% sure uh, the whole itinerary and aspects of the pageant however sure. I do know that there um is their interview round uh, there is their on stage national costumes swimwear and evening round um so they, they have they do have their typical um side yeah. but um with the itinerary of the pageant they've um upped it a little bit this year and um, tried to make it as big as possible so i don't really what it's going to hold but i just yeah i hope it's exciting and 
there is like 83 girls there so um it's a wow. very big okay. yes there's a lot of us there so um i'm sure it's going to be incredible whatever they decide we're doing but i'm looking forward to it and how often do you get to meet up with your sister queens team uk We've actually met a few times. Uh, we went down to Blackpool together to watch uh, Miss Team Great Britain this year. And then mm -hmm. uh, we went to Liverpool on our photo shoot. We are all meeting next weekend with Rachel Tate, uh, the pageant coaching academy yeah. as well, just before we leave. So we do keep in contact though. We have um, WhatsApp groups with our director as well. So we are in contact constantly. So it is nice. It's nice to have sister queens to take with you, to support you. Yeah. Will you be travelling together to the pageant or are you travelling separately? Uh, yes, we're all flying from Stansted together, um, which is nice. We all sort of decided on an airport that was um, right for all of us <laughs> so we could go together, which is good. Right. And obviously this is not the first time you've actually been to an international pageant. No. So how are you with the packing side of things and all the logistical side? <laughs> are you a professional with... I mean, do you have to only take one suitcase? This seems to be a recurring no, theme as well. No. Gosh. Oh my god. How many suitcases do you get to take? So, um, at the minute, there's only one suitcase on our flight, um, but I'm actually <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm needing another suitcase on there. I was going to um, say, yeah. Yeah, I need another one. So, I think uh, in total, there'll be about three suitcases that I take. Um, yeah, it just depends. I need to do like, a <laughs> practice pack, I think, and see how much I can get in if you if you're going to need three suitcases how are you going to manage that when you're only allowed one do you just put two in and hope they don't see you oh, yeah, hide them i um, i can ring up and add extra baggage on right okay yeah now i've talked to a few of the uk girls who've only had one one suitcase such as yourself mm. i don't know how they fit everything especially intercontinental being pretty much two weeks that's not a short pageant yeah. there are longer ones but that's not the shortest one by mm. any means and i've seen girls pack for that sort of pageant needing six suitcases so i don't know how you're supposed to pack it into one yeah i think the main thing is is like um with my national costume it's quite big so yep. I, I can't put that in the suits with all nope. my clothing <laughs> because it's not, not gonna fit so um yeah i'm definitely gonna try and get another suitcase put on because Sounds yeah like... otherwise i'll be sneaking, sneaking bags in <laughs> <laughs> it would be hard to sneak those bags in. I mean, do you have any hot packing tips? I mean, you've been to pageants internationally before, so do you have any hot tips for, for packing a lot into a small space? I, I would roll your clothes rather than fold. If you okay. roll, you can get more in, yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard the rolling one. I've heard take your soft things and stuff them into the hard things. Oh, yeah, I haven't tried that one. So you've I've done like... rolling and... But it's like your shoes as well. Yeah. Like, so you you got loads of shoes and toiletries and everything. Have you used vacuum bags before? Apparently, a lot of people swear by vacuum bags. I haven't tried them. I think I'm going to write these down so I can start. <laughs> literally, vacuum. literally, you you put things in this vacuum bag and then you suck all the air out and then it squashes it. And then the other one that I've heard is the more organized girls pack them into separate bags so that everything that you need for one day is literally oh, in one bag. So and then the next good. day literally is in the next bag. So when you're there and everything's manic and, you know, you're not, you don't have any sleep, you can just literally take day your bag one bag, out. 
day two bag, day three bag. That that's what I've heard oh, because I asked this. That is so a those really are... good idea. I really like it's that. It's not mine, but but hopefully it helps. Um, can you give us an idea? So how much you're intending on taking over? Like how many pairs of shoes? How many dresses? How many outfits? Or is that something mm -hmm. I don't want to ask? I've actually wrote it down on my phone. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I've got outfits down, like, um, numbered, so I know what's going with what. Okay, well, give us so an idea. There's, like, 20 evening wear, and then I've got 25 day wear, plus swimsuit, and then I think there's about 10 heels, then evening gown, national costume, <laughs> and then on stage cocktail dress. And then, like, all the extra stuff that you don't think about, like plug adapters and... Like a toothbrush uh, and your passport yeah, and, 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 your money, and, and your money. <laughs> and you think you can pack this all into one suitcase? Wow. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. That's why I think if you ever need someone to help pack, you just go and ask a pageant girl because how they pack that amount into such a small space. Yeah. We that... will make it fit. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's bigger than my entire wardrobe and you fit it all in one suitcase. Oh, so I think that's amazing. <laughs> um, Georgia, just before we go to the final 10 questions, is there anyone that you want to give um, thanks to or just give a shout out to for supporting you, not just in your pageantry journey, but in life in general as well? Oh, my gosh. I think um, this year alone, like my mum... My grandparents and my dad have been, like, the biggest supporters. Like, it's been crazy. So, at my international last year, they actually flew out um, to come and watch me. And um, wow. they all came to watch me this year at, at the UK finals. And then, I mean, this year, like, when I've had to get stuff, uh, they've been there. They've been on it. They've, like, my granddad, when I was doing uh, my appearance folder, was, like, organizing it. So, they oh, are wow. really, like, pageant family, so they have been amazing. Yeah. Um, Richard Mirhill, my sponsor as well, he's been amazing. He supported me for the UK final, but then since mm. I won, he's been messaging me, like, if there's anything you need, um, you know, we'll sort it. So the support like that is is incredible. I think yeah. Team UK have got a strong, um, you know, connection this year, especially with Sister Queens and the director. They, you know, they're very nipped. They're very on it. They're constantly messaging. So I think mm. we've got a good team this year. And all the way back to the beginning of the interview, am I right in remembering that you said your mum was in pageantry? Yeah, my mum did pageants. Um, I don't actually know what pageant she did. I've, there's loads of photos, like, in the photo box of what she did. But right. she um, did loads of promotional modelling as well, like ring girling and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, she, right. she's very supportive of it. She loves it. Has she told you any pageantry stories? Just because I'm fascinated to see the history of pageantry in the UK. Um, it's it's obviously got a huge history in the UK. Yeah. Um, and then most of the girls have told me it's kind of dropped off recently, but now it's starting to come back, um, for example, with Harriet competing in at international um, oh, yeah, in Japan and coming, and coming top five. So there's this general feeling now it's back on the way up. But yeah. has your mum given you any old pageant stories or how things were back in her day, that sort of thing? I think the old thing is just, like, what, what they wore or, like, their hair. Like, mm. they just had big perms or, like, this <laughs> really high rise. It's probably yeah. not in fashion now to go with a giant perm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you could um, try. 
Oh, yeah, a big perm, but um, yeah, I think that's the only sort of um, side I've seen of her pageants. Maybe I should ask her some like little stories, see if she's got um, any anything to say, but yeah. Does she ever give you advice? I mean, you're competing in pageants and she's yeah, done it. She must. She is like my best person to take with to catwalk practice. She's like really honest, which is amazing because mm. I prefer that. So um, the UK final, I had like a big cape on my dress and um, we were like trying to come up with like um, some choreography that would work well with the cape. And she came up with my whole like stage walk. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So she's she's really good. Really good. That's so, important um, with the like capes. The wardrobe as well, like she'll say like if she's not certain on something, but I think you need someone like that. You need someone to be like brutally honest and say... I'm not yeah. sure on this. This isn't working. Yep. Yeah, so she, she is the best with that sort of thing. What's the best piece of advice she's ever given you? I think with pageantry, she's just always said, like, you know, you can only do your best. And I think that's the best advice anyone can take because you can only do your best. And there's no hmm. point comparing yourself or looking at other girls and thinking, I wish I did that because you are uniquely you and you can just be the best that you can be. And she, you know, I think as well, she just says, relax, enjoy it. Otherwise it really takes yeah. away from the whole pad. Like, why are you doing this if you're not enjoying it? So yeah, I think she just says you can only do your best and, um, you know, sometimes Absolutely. it's not the right timing, but um, sometimes it is. So, you know, I just believe in that. Can you give us an idea? I probably should have asked this earlier, but you've had a few years in pageantry. Can mm -hmm. you give us an idea as how you feel you've changed and grown over those years? Yeah, so my first pageant at Miss Teen Great Britain, I, I don't think I was confident at all. I, I don't think I got the full... Um, pageant experience from mm. that so with Miss Team Great Britain they do like um like a day when they do loads of challenges and a pajama party but I I kind of like hid and like kept myself to myself so I didn't really mm. get like full experience but I think as I've got older and as I've done um you know push my boundaries a little bit more I've got that more experience and confidence to get involved and just enjoy it and I think that's one thing I've definitely done through um, pageantry throughout the years Mm. it's just gone and um just enjoyed it really and i've definitely grown my confidence more than anything and my makeup skills have definitely <laughs> developed were you good at makeup to begin with because some people are not i was okay i think everyone goes through that phase of like the bronzer and the blue eyeshadow but um <laughs> we've, all <been. laughs> we've all been there so your your makeup skills pretty good how about your hair skills Ah, hair is okay okay i just tend to put like heated rollers in and um hit for the best okay. <laughs> i just i just love it when i talk to, to pageant girls or models and they're like no i can't do hair to save my life and i'm really that that seems a bit that seems a bit yeah. odd I normally have someone on set doing it so um i've not really ever got to worry about it yeah i guess that's fair enough <laughs> yeah. um if there is maybe a young girl watching this and they're considering entering pageantry, uh, what words of advice would you give her or what sort of encouragement would you give her? I, I would definitely tell them to do it. I think it, every girl should experience a pageant. I think the friends you make, if you don't 
you don't come away with a crown, you'll come away with friendships, you'll come mm. away with a different line of confidence, you'll get to experience something new. So I would 100% encourage them to enter because when they're on that stage and every girl's cheering for you, like it's, it's amazing, the sisterhood within pageantry, like every girl's clapping, every girl's cheering, no matter what you look like, how tall you are, what shape or size you are, what you're wearing, someone's like cheering you on because they think you're amazing to get up on that stage. And I just think, why would you not want to experience that? Why would you not want that boost of confidence? Why would you not want to make these friends? I just, I think it's incredible. I think people take away from pageantry a lot and think, you know, you're like self-obsessed or you, you do this and that, but they don't look at the different aspects of pageantry and that's, that's when they're very misled by it. Yeah. I think also from my experience in general, those people who make those judgments have never actually experienced a pageant. Yeah. So they're kind of judging what they don't know. Yeah, they don't know what what it exactly. is. Yeah. yeah, I think it's before you judge something, I think it's good to actually take part in it so you know what you're talking about. Yes, 100%. Okay, Georgia, we'll go through the final 10 questions. I always wrap mm -hmm. up my interviews with the same 10 questions. This is about as pageantesque as we're going to get. So, <laughs> number one, what is your favourite word? Favourite word? I've never been asked that before, like ever. <laughs> First time for everything. <laughs> I know my least favourite word. But I don't, that I don't would know be the next question. Favourite word. Do you uh, want to answer your least favourite first and then circle back yeah. to most favourite? My least favorite word is snack. I can't stand the word snack. Why? I think it's because, like, I don't, I don't know. My brothers say it all the time. <laughs> like, can I have a snack? And it just really, really irritates me. I don't know why. I, I don't like the word, <laughs> but it's just it's one of them that I'm like, no. That might be the strangest answer i've ever had to that question because it's it's such like a, a bland word it's just like snack it doesn't i mean people I, will oh, say God. moist people will say congealed people say slice but snack it just seems so yeah i'll have a s <laughs> no 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 <laughs> okay so yeah. <laughs> what do you like to call snacks then I, I, I don't I don't know like my family have this inside joke like when they'll be like keep saying snack to me but you could just say like can I get something to eat not can I have a snack it just it really like wipes me off when I hear it I'm just like oh my gosh snack okay <laughs> Damn okay so let's circle back to the first one if we can so what do you think about your favorite word what what's a word that you really really like my favorite word is my, going to be my dog's name, which is Benny. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to say favorite word. I, know, I now have this sentence in my head that just like Benny wants a snack. That's, that's <laughs> all that's going into my head. Okay, I have to leave that word behind, otherwise I won't remember any of the other questions. Uh, question three, <laughs> in life, what gets you excited or what turns you on? I think, do you know when you're at the gym and you just get like that big boost of energy and you just can go forever and ever and ever. I think when you get that like endorphin that hits mm. you, like that is like the best feeling. And I think you, you can get that on stage as well when you feel like alive and you're walking and your endorphins kick in. And then, yeah, that definitely is like my boost of energy. You mean like that sort of adrenaline rush? 
yeah adrenaline your endorphins are like kicking in and yeah what what did what sort of workouts do you do at the gym that give you that rush because sometimes i i die before i get that rush so what are you doing at the gym i i do like um a little plan i always like do like a mix of cardio and weights but i think okay. it's your playlist as well um i've had ah, a good playlist okay. on before i've been in the gym for like hours so okay i think it depends what playlist you're listening to is that benny in the background yeah can you hear him barking away i think he wants a snack i have to stop <laughs> saying that okay let's maybe he does i don't know um okay so question so question three was what what excites you what turns you on question four is what turns you off mm. oh, i'm gonna say when it's like raining out it's that like miserable weather because have you heard of the sad disease like when you know the seasonal disorder like it's a real thing oh yeah. no i thought you, you want to do anything it's it's an actual disease, is it? So, so it's like a disorder. So it's it's called SAD, and it's like a seasonal disorder. So it's like when it's like really rainy and snowy outside, and it's all miserable. You get really depressed, and you don't want to do anything. Isn't that just called living in the UK? <laughs> no, it's a real thing. Like it's a real thing. I've heard, I have heard of, um, I don't know if it was a disorder, maybe it's more recently diagnosed, but definitely that weather does have a very real effect on mental health. Yeah. So people living in Arctic, yeah. Arctic sort of countries in winter often experience, they have yeah. increased rates of depression. But um, I'm just trying to remember the only person I remember interviewing from the UK who had sunny weather was Emma Collingridge. She was over in Suffolk and she said Suffolk is called sunny Suffolk. I think every other time I've interviewed someone, it's been miserable outside. It's miserable outside for you now, right? Yeah, it's just really dull and raining and horrible. And it's been like that for the past like weeks because everywhere's flooded. Oh, really? Wow, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's quite bad. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. We've got the opposite problem here in Australia. We've got massive fires raging. So yeah. you guys are the opposite to us. Um, question five. What sound or noise do you love? These are such funny questions. Uh, I like hearing when my, my little brother does this giggle and it is just like the cutest laugh ever and it goes really high pitch and it makes everyone else laugh. I'm going to say I absolutely love it. It's so lovely to hear. Okay. Because it's very high-pitched, I won't get you to imitate it because that, that might be a problem. <laughs> I think we understand what you mean. Question six. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, I can't stand baby cries. I can't stand, like, really bad baby cries. It just goes straight through me, and I just, like, switch off, like, baby cries are just not, not for you me. You switch off? Yeah, like, so there's a baby <laughs> screaming next to you, and you can't. Like, okay. no, no. I think that that that's that's quite unusual because biologically, women are programmed to hear the sound <laughs> of a baby crying. So for you to be able to switch it off, that that's and that's no, quite... just like not eternal, like not for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, question seven: If you could pick any one superpower, what would you pick, and why? I'd like to be able to teleport so I don't get stuck mm -hmm. in the traffic on A1 going to work. Mm -hmm. okay. I've been I can completely understand so that. many times on, on the dual carriageway for hours. So, my, yeah, I'd love to be able to teleport. It'd be great. 
How many hours of your life do you think that you spent sitting in that particular traffic jam? Gosh, I I wouldn't want to even count. So there's sometimes I'm coming home and I could be on it for like three hours or, yeah, I don't want to even count. I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) I asked because there was this, I think it was like kind of a motivational post about only doing a job because you love it because there was this statistic about how long i think it was americans how long the average american had spent sitting Mm -hmm. in traffic over their entire life and it added up to years like literal years spent just sitting in traffic so and it's like nothing you can do and there's no escape and you just sat on the side of the motorway with your engine off and it's just the worst the worst experience ever you could have a snack. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I just, I it's just so many opportunities to use. It's the weirdest My word to have a thing. You all the time. They use all the word all the time because they know I don't like it. <laughs> okay, and I'm obviously not making it any easier. So I will not say that word any more times during the interview. Question eight: What job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Mm. I would love to be one of the marine biologists, you know, when uh, they scuba dive down and they film it all mm-hmm. for like planet earth and, um, blue planet, like David Attenborough presents. Yep. I think I would love that. That would be like my dream job ever. I would absolutely love to yep. do it. I think it'd be Sounds great. Sounds perfect. Uh, do you know how to dive? Um, I'm okay at diving. I'm okay at snorkeling. I, I just float. I have a problem with like sinking down. You know, when you're like snorkeling, I can't push my body weight is, down. Is there a reason for, for that? Do you have? No. I just like sort of pop, <laughs> pop back up to the top. So I have to have like um, weighted um, anklets <laughs> just to pull me wow. down. Okay, I mean that sounds like an that sounds like an awesome thing to have if you're swimming over the top because you'll be buoyant and you'll be yeah. super fast. But it does sound like a bit of a pain if you're wanting to if you dive. want to get down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, question nine: What job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Mm. I, I don't think I could be a dentist. I don't think I could do like oral hygiene. I think. That would really bother me. I don't think I could do that job. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got to say, I don't think there are many people who like the idea of going to the dentist. I and, don't um, know. It would be for me. I'm fairly certain the suicide rate amongst dentists is actually one of the highest out of all the occupations. So Gosh. it doesn't surprise me. I mean, if you spend your yeah. whole day bending over looking to someone's mouth and 50% of them have bad breath, I, I and yeah, people I, like breathing on you. Yeah. That would not be, um, no, yeah, it's me. not pleasant <laughs> in, in my defense. Every time I go to the dentist and I'm sure this is not just me, they wait till they have your, their fingers in your mouth before they ask you a question. And yeah. that really, really annoys me. They ask you how your day <laughs> is gone and there's their two fingers for, you know, to, uh, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, gosh. I hope they have loads of food there. Like, I'd like them to be like, your buffet of food is over there. And that's where it awaits. 
I've, I've heard similar answers before and it's often been accompanied with here's all the food and you won't put on any weight yes that so like too good. free free chocolate free champagne eat as much as you want drink as much as you want and you won't put on any weight you won't put any weight yeah i'd love that that'd be great <laughs> well i'm sure it's many many years off for yourself heaven um okay well uh I had better get off this call before I say the S word again. But <laughs> <laughs> look, best best of luck uh, for December. December, it's just coming up in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I leave on the 4th. So right. like nine, nine days. And you'll be back just before Christmas. So that's going to be mm-hmm. it's gonna be quite a way to see out 2019. And then we're up to 2020. Yes, gosh. She has gone very quickly. Yep, it definitely has. Okay, well, best of luck to you and to your sister Queens as well. I've interviewed uh, Katrina. I haven't gotten around to Molly, but best of luck to all of you. Um, Thanks to everyone for watching. We didn't get any questions, but we have loads of people watching. So they just must be, oh, I guess it's morning time for you. So they're probably watching under their desks at work and they can't type anything. Um, if you have any questions later, put them in and, and Georgia will answer. But look, best of luck. I'll keep you on the line for just a sec. Uh, thank everyone for watching and we'll speak to you next time. What's up, guys? It's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address and we'll speak to you next time. Oh,